fires the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, yes, it is. Good evening, Texans. Mark Vanderveer with you with John Harris. Let's do this. We're going to have a good one for you tonight as... You know, I tweeted out, Johnny, home sweet home. There was just a commercial that said home sweet home. <laughs> home sweet home. And it just got me thinking about this song and, you know, how, how it kind of applies to, to what we'll be doing soon enough. <laughs> Getting back into NRG Stadium. And nobody does a ballot like Motley Crue except for a lot of other people. But they Well, yeah. Did a I mean, 1980s hairbands, I mean, it was a must. You it had to a- have. You'd have to, you had to have a rock ballad, there's no doubt. You were not going to get the airplay you needed without a rock ballad right. if you're one of these 80s hair bands. And, yeah. you know, what I love is that these hair bands think that they're being disrespected musically if you call them a hair band. Listen, <laughs> you're the ones who put the ozone layer out of business yeah. with everything you put in your hair to make it like that. And exactly. I make up too. I mean, yes. you go to Walgreens. Look, I go to get the pain relievers. I go maybe to the pharmacy, maybe get some other things. They go right to the cosmetics counter. All right. And that's how they rolled. But God bless them. Anyway, that's yes. Motley Crew home sweet home. We hope to get back at NRG stadium soon enough uh, as Maybe the players, you saw a report today, maybe the players sooner rather than later. We'll see. Nothing official yet. And honestly, I don't know anything other than that report because there's been a lot of talk. Obviously, uh, it's good news out of New Jersey, New York. Hey, teams, professional sports teams can go back to work according, you know, accordingly, as long as you're in alignment with uh, whatever protocols you have there in those particular states. And obviously with your leagues as well, and the NFL, Johnny, as we've said all along, they want to be even with this team-to-team, yeah. market-to-market for competitive balance. Well, when the initial shelter-in-place or, or you know restriction came from the NFL, essentially closing NFL buildings, 31 of 32 locations were in some sort of shelter-in-place, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. And the one place was that wasn't was Kansas City at the time. Yeah. And they even made Kansas City. They're like, look, everybody else is going to do it. We're all doing it. We're all keeping this uh, as level a playing field as we possibly can, which has seemingly been the, you know, what the NFL has done from the beginning. I think they've, they've handled that, to me, pretty well. So I would imagine the flip side of that is getting everybody back. They're going to do the same thing. And, and why not? Uh, keep the competitive balance uh, as much as as humanly possible. It's funny. I got asked. I got asked that question today when I was doing my interview down in, in uh, College Station on Texas Radio. Gabe asked me, you know, what do you think about you know going back because you're seeing so many different, you know, this this state says okay, professional sports this state this state, and it it's still sort of murky in some sense. I just wait yeah. for my boss to tell me when I have to go back. Uh, and I should say have to go back when we get to go back. That's the better yeah. way of saying it. Uh, my boss will tell me, hey, it's time to go back. We'll go back. Uh, it's time to play ball. We'll play ball. Uh, it's kind of the way that I look at it. 
I, I'm not one of those that stayed at a Holiday Inn or know anything about COVID, so I listen to the medical professionals. And when the medical professionals say, look, let's go, then, okay, let's go. Let's do it. Um, but uh, it looks like and it feels like you know we're moving towards that, and hopefully we can continue to move towards that. And obviously the most important things we said every single day, getting people well, getting them healthy, and keeping them healthy um, through this going forward. Well, good thing the entire medical and scientific community is completely in agreement on what yes. to do about COVID, Johnny. I mean, we have total alignment, uh, no disagreement whatsoever. Well, never of course. mind. Never mind. Right, uh, just like it's politics. Like, We're all yeah, on the it, same page. <laughs> it really is. Uh, you know, it's Lopez and I used to do a thing called the time machine where we would take our show to different points in history. And at first, it started innocently enough. It was like, okay, 2006, off-season, you know, the big debate with Vince Young and with mm-hmm. the stuff we were talking about recently. Uh, and then we went to, like, the 90s, you know, the Rockets <laughs> winning championships. And then, you know, we, we were starting to get a little crazy. We went to the Revolutionary War, like, that Benedict <laughs> Arnold, you can trust him. This guy, he's going to be a big help to us. And, you know, like all the bad takes you could have had throughout history. Oh, but, man. you know, the you know, leeches are the way to go in medicine. You know, you could have said yeah. that at the time. Uh, leeches work. Look, if George Washington's using leeches, it's good enough for me. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, the medical stuff changes over time. But anyway, he, we are where we are. And I don't want to get into that side of the business. Uh, but I, I do hope that we get back soon enough and the players get back and we can play. Now, I think the big question for everybody is, uh, do I get to go if I have a ticket? And we don't know the answer to that. Johnny, baseball today. All right, so they have some problems. And yes. their problems are different from the NFL. Uh, I think one big advantage for baseball is the way the game is played. You can play it with some social distancing yes. and not worry as much. You're not you know, colliding with somebody every every play. Uh, you do occasionally, but you get my drift here. Right, right. However, revenue is a factor in professional sports. Breaking news. They make money doing this, and baseball makes a lot of money off the fans going to the games, which is understandable. Not as much off television revenue, national television revenue, and so forth. So for them to play what would amount to about a half season and not have that fan revenue, the attendance revenue, that's really going to cut in to the coffers. So the offer made today, reportedly, was that uh, you're not going to make 50% of your salary playing a 50% season, you know, Mr. Rich Baseball player. Now, the lower-paid players would get close to their full amount, but the really high-priced guys would get 20 to 30% of their total salary because they're just not getting the revenue from the fans going in the doors. Now, I don't know what the actual percentage is, how they play out. It, the, the concept of it seems fair to me, uh, but I'm not playing, right? And, right. you know, I know people have fear of risk, exposure, whatever, if you could – you can't guarantee safety, but if you could give some pretty good protocols laid out there and, and tell the players that, look, you know, more likely than not, you're not going to get this, but it, it's possible. You could also get the flu. You get a lot of other things. You yeah. get injured really badly, you know, hurt yourself very badly, and your career possibly uh, playing a professional sport. So we'll see. I mean, they have to come to an agreement. This union in baseball is super powerful. So – uh, you know, this this could threaten the entire campaign. We might see no baseball. It's a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's definitely right. a possibility. I don't think there's – I think you're, you're on to something there. I don't know that – there's always been discord in baseball. Always. From the yep. time that the MLBPA was 
put together by Marvin Miller and in the in the uh, 70s and carried on into the 80s and we we've seen strikes we've uh, we've seen plenty of those we we saw 1994 go up in flames and people that were in Houston know that was Jeff Bagwell's breakout year. And he was on the verge of doing something special. It was also the year that could have kept the Expos in Montreal um, because they were such a great team in 94 that if they won a championship, maybe the team doesn't leave Montreal at some point. But that, that aside, well, I shouldn't say that aside because that's kind of my point in that major league baseball and, and the owners have always have always had situations like this. Now, I look NFL's had them too. They had an 82, 87 with strikes, lockouts in 2011. There's a lot of talk about this most recent CBA until it ended up getting passed uh, without any sort of work stoppage. But it feels as though baseball has been that sport over the decades. That has been the one where there has been consistent acrimony amongst those two particular groups. And for for whatever reason, and obviously when you think about a strike or a lockout, what does it come down to? It comes down to one very simple thing, and that is money. It comes down to money. And just looking at some of some of the some of the things that have been tweeted from various people, Evan Drellick said that the MLBPA is very disappointed with MLB's economic proposal today. And when you have that many players, just like it was in the NFL, you had so many of them that in their different stages of their career, you kind of mentioned yeah. it, there are some of the Uber the Uber millionaires, the Mike Trouts of the world, the the big time money makers that are out there. Then you've got, you know, one, you know guys that are, you know, kind of hanging on, that your utility infielder if you will. It's making, you know, a couple million a year, whatever the the minimum is in baseball. There's such different you know, realms of players, if you will, and all we're going to look at a, a CBA or an economic proposal differently. Yeah, I mean the NFL, the NFL CBA as it came out, JJ just said hard no, hard pass. But then there were other players saying, "Yeah, we're okay with this. Look, I think this is, I think this is good." Now, you're talking about a very unique situation here for Major League Baseball because of COVID and be, the because of the possibility of only having half the season together with this NBA is sitting there looking at the same scenario. The NFL can, I don't want to say can, but in some sense, it, uh, lucky is not the word, but they get to sort of sit back and watch how this all unfolds. Oh, it's good for over the next few months. And they're fortunate yeah. in that regard from a timing perspective. Sure. Um, but I just, with, with major league baseball, here's the one thing and I don't know how this all factors in but man there's an opportunity and I know it wouldn't be maybe fans at the ballpark uh, initially but they have an opportunity now who knows what happens with the NBA whether we get Stanley Cup playoffs whether we get all that Major League Baseball could be positioned very very well to be the TV event on a Tuesday night on a Thursday night on a Sunday afternoon, who knows what that could end up meaning down the road? Maybe not right away, obviously, with what we're going through. But down the road, who knows whether you end up hitting that that smaller, younger group that's like, hey, I never really paid attention to baseball before, but I really enjoy watching the game. I really, I like this. Yeah. 
but because it's the only thing on who knows so we'll we'll see but i just it's just not it's when i saw this today i was so completely not surprised that the mlbpa and major league baseball owners are not in agreement on something no matter what it is it's just not surprising at all uh and hopefully they'll be able to get it together and find a way that they can all get on the same page and not everybody's gonna be happy but if they can give a little on one side, give a little on the other side, and realize what they need to do for the good of the game, potentially, then hopefully they'll come to some sort of agreement. But as of right now, I, I just it just always feels this way with baseball that we're always arguing. It's like it's like brother and sister, like my my son and daughter. Like they can go through periods where it's kind of nice, and then all of a sudden they can argue about who dropped the French fry on the floor, and that argument will go for an hour and a half. Yeah, but and that's it's like a different, oh. Yeah. And what you know, it always is. It's always symbolic of something else, though, and not to highlight exactly. your children. But it's also no. Like, but you're right. That happens in marriages too. What do you argue about? Does it really matter? It's <laughs> it's sometimes yeah, it's the right. same argument fleshed out in different ways. Or uh, in, in what you're trying, what you're saying here is with baseball and ownership, it's just been a rocky road. I mean, let's face it. When you cancel yeah. an entire postseason, I mean, the NFL's had its problems, but not since 1987 have you had games right. canceled. 1987, right. you know, and I remember that well. You remember that well. The general remembers it extremely well. In 1982, I remember that very well as as well when it was a nine-game regular season, uh, which, look, uh, that was the first thing John was talking about here. Like, if they have to reduce the season, they'll live with it. It's happened before, not for a long time, but it's happened before, and they'll deal with it. Now, it still might come to that. We don't know. You mentioned it. The NFL, good fortune that this thing hit right when your offseason was kind of really heating up with the start of free agency, and you were able to maintain a lot of – heat during it during this whole pandemic with the draft with free agency with the schedule release all of it the nhl also made news today their plan is a 2014 playoff format to start when they start so they're going to wipe out the rest of their season which was suspended march 12th freeze the stats I use the you I use the word freeze <laughs> in a pun sort of way. All right, all right, but freeze the stats and go to two different cities and play in empty arenas. Uh, you know you're going to be playing a lot of games in those arenas, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I guess it's the way. It's to go. not like Mark. It's not like Mark. You know this. Mm. When you play when you play basketball, same hardwood, yeah. not a big deal. Right. You start cutting up that ice a little bit. Yeah. How are they going to do that? They know what they're I doing. Know. They know what they're doing. They're going to go on inline skates instead, actually. They, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would really change things quite a bit. Uh, but, that, look, they'll figure out a way. I'm sure, I'm sure they thought of that. Oh, you know what? Ice. Darn it. We need ice. The NHL. Yeah. At, you know, around their conference room table. We forgot about the ice, folks. Get extra Zambonis. Get a refrigerator. You, I don't know what they're going to do. But uh, 2014 playoff format instead of, what is it, usually 16 and yeah, they'll knock 16. it down from there. Uh, God bless them. I mean, I, look, I think that that plays a lot better on television than baseball does without fans. Without fans, yeah, I'll watch some hockey. Yeah. Without fans, baseball, I'll watch the Astros. But, you know, am I going to watch, like, the Brewers play? Who? I, mean, I don't know, man. I, I just I yeah. don't think so. I might, I might sample it. The golf thing worked out great because, look, you had these incredible, iconic guys, four of them. Yeah. Going at it, nothing else on. Beautiful, mic'd up, trash talking from Barkley. Right. 
I mean, it was great. Uh, so that really worked out. All right, we have some well, things the part, to get to. That part, Mark, also, and you bring up a great point with that, and that is the golfers were mic'd up. So the golfers became not just part of the of – the, let me make sure I say this right. They weren't just part of the show. They were part of the entertainment. Of the broadcast. Of itself. the show. Yeah. Right. They became part of the broadcast. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I mean, listen – you want to you want to get some fans watching baseball with no fans in the stands? Mike up George Springer out in the outfield again, like they do in the All Star yeah. game. Yeah. I know it's a regular season game, like I get it, but it's like, look, guys, we've got to do everything possible to market this game. We're gonna mic you up for this game in the fifth inning. I, I'm yeah. telling you, to me, that's destination viewing. I want to know what those guys are thinking, especially in the All Star game. That was always my the most fun part of the All Star game was hearing those guys yeah. mic'd up. I think. Adding that to the broadcast, I, I absolutely would want to see, uh, you know, uh, George Springer mic'd up, uh, you know, maybe not a pitcher, uh, maybe not a catcher, but outfielder, infielder, you know, what they're talking about. I mean, that would be fascinating. And I, don't I think see it why would you help. Can't get, I don't see why you can't get 5,000 people in there, 10,000. I mean, I know they're all spread yeah. out. It's not a great game day experience. If you can prove that this person is somebody you live with, can you sit with them? I don't know. Is there a way to do it? Is that too difficult? It's probably way too difficult. Uh, you know, I was talking to John, John Schriever, the Texans ticket czar, and he was giving me all the different things that would come into play if you were going to do something tonight, you know, today, yeah. this weekend, how difficult it is to get people into a building, a facility like that. You know, we've all seen videos from the weekend where people are not exactly social distancing. And by the way, yeah. look. I'm I'm usually down the middle with a lot of things, and I, and I am. But and and I'm all for opening back up. But some, some of the behavior out there, I'm like, you really want to be yeah. doing that? I mean, like, yeah, right, exactly. I'm definitely open it up, open it up. But let's like tap the brakes a little bit on certain things. But anyway, that, I don't want to get into that. Uh, Johnny, next up, we're gonna play the game that's sweeping the nation. At least in my brain, it is, and it's called Who's Better. I've got some good ones yeah. for you. Let's get to it. Some involve. It. Houston Texans quarterbacks in the Bill O'Brien era, okay? Former Texans quarterbacks. This just worked out this way. Uh, wins in team history and other stuff that we will get to before the close of business here on Texans All Access. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Whether you're scoring touchdowns or touching your toes, you depend on your body just like the pros do. At Houston Methodist, we treat you with the same expert care the Houston Texans have relied on from day one. From the starting lineup to starting a new exercise, your body is made to move, and we have the expertise to keep it that way. Houston Methodist is the official healthcare provider for the Houston Texans. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. 
Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sightlines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Ah, the pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. You are the barbecue boss, the sultan of spatula. And upon the first bite of Whataburger's new barbecue bacon burger, you think, hey, I could make this. Your barbecue sauce might not be as smoky, and you probably wouldn't put both smoked cheddar and Monterey Jack on it. And you... Wait, is that... bacon? Good thing there's room for more than one poobah of the pit. Good thing there's the new limited-time barbecue bacon burger at Whataburger. With Memorial Day weekend behind us, we're that much closer to football season. I'm all gravy, baby. With a record amount of veteran free agents still available, the Texans surely aren't done making roster moves. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And as they happen, you'll hear about them here first. First. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. 
Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Somebody asked me on Twitter uh, what I was referring to about the weekend. You know, like that uh, Lake of the Ozarks social scene by the pool, Johnny, when all the people party? Look, I don't like those things anyway. All right, now... Maybe yeah, I know you wouldn't catch me. Listening. You wouldn't catch me dead there. No. I would not want any part of that. Not, Nothing. Ne- not not now. Not before COVID. Never. Ever. I just don't like those scenes. It's loud and it's just people just sandwiched in. And look, I mean, look. All right, maybe I'm just. Uh, it's just not my thing. Okay, but I'm with you. I think right Florio even tweeted, like, who would want to be part of this human Petri dish? You know, you're in that pool. Like, listen, <laughs> if people are getting out in regular, like, 40-minute intervals to, you know, take care of business, I don't want to be part of it. Okay, let's do this now. The game that's sweeping the nation in my mind, that would be who's better, and we go over who's better. It's just gut-feeling stuff. Now, I've got one that's a little more analytical. We're going to start with that. Who okay. is and, – and, I have to rephrase it for certain things, like who's better. Who's the better, or in this case, the best, non-Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien era Texans quarterback? Is that a long enough question for you? Who's the best, non-Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien era Texans quarterback? Now, I could go minimum X number of appearances, like guys who played a lot. Like Case Keenum played two games. Now, he was 2-0. It was great. And maybe he should be eligible. But I'll give you the three big candidates as far as volume of work. 2014, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Brian Hoyer in 2015, 5-4. I've got other numbers, too, if you're interested. And 2016, yes. Brock Osweiler, 8-6 and six as a starter. Now, the collective record of these guys is still over 500. Fitzy was 500, 6-6. Six and six. Actually had his highest completion percentage, I believe, with OB at 63%. Had a really good year with the Jets after he left here. They went 10-6, and six, but he lost yep. in that final game against the Bills. Otherwise, they would have made the playoffs. But career-high yards per attempt for Fitzy with Bill O'Brien, 8. Nice. And the quarterback rating, a high of 95. That was his career-best quarterback rating with Bill O'Brien, Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm. Hoyer's quarterback rating, 91. Osweiler, 72. Uh, Hoyer had a really good year. He had some good numbers with the Bears the year after, but they didn't win. He was 5-4 and four at the Texans. Now the TDs are skewed because six of them were thrown in garbage time of the blowout losses to Atlanta and Miami. And even yeah. though the Texans you know, didn't fold up the tent in the second half, I mean, come on, those games were over at the break. Uh, and he was like 3-0 and in TDs to uh, picks in the second halves of those games, so it kind of inflated. But it was still 13-7 and if you take those out completely. Uh, so Brian had a pretty decent year with the Texans with a 5-4 and record as a starter. What do you think? If I've got to win one game, one game I've got to win, I would take those three guys. I'm taking Fitzy, 2014. Okay. Yeah, and I know Fitzy, Hoyer, I, and Osweiler. Okay, go yeah. ahead. I'm, t- I'm taking Fitzy, and I know in 2014, I- I'll never forget this. Been on the sideline for how many games? A, a uh, bunch. Since 2014, a bunch of games. Bill O'Brien has only said something to me coming on the field once. I have only ever seen him comfortable enough to say something to me coming across the field once, and that was 2014 up in Indianapolis. He felt like that day – with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm, they had an opportunity to knock off the Colts and potentially get a wild card with that 2014 team. He, they were com- – he was very, very confident. Of course, then Fitzy 
uh, does fitzy things and goes and gets hurt because he runs. And yeah, he well he he and didn't dives. slide. He dives, and because he dove, he ended up getting hurt. But I would take 2014 Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I the the thing about it is when he in that year the the irony is he got benched that year. Yep, I guess Brock did too in 16. He did. Uh, and Hoyer, Hoyer did, but did. then he got it back. Yep. Uh, because they Ryan Malik. Yeah. They, <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> but, now, Keenum finished the season. We have another. Is Watson the only O'Brien QB to not get benched? I mean, is this TJ ever get benched? Uh, he got benched. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hoyer no, he came back. So, no, but Yeah, Hoyer but TJ got hurt. TJ got hurt. That's why I he know. got. No, but no, but hang on. TJ was available to play. When did he bring Hoyer back against uh, New Orleans? Because Yates started against the Jets. Yeah, and then Hoyer came back against New Orleans, and the Texans won that day with outstanding defense. Held the New Orleans Saints to six points. But then TJ had to come back in. Yeah, at some point because TJ started the game at Indianapolis and then tore his yeah. ACL. Yeah, TJ had to come back in because Hoyer played for a bit. Uh, got hurt against the Patriots, I believe. And remember, they lost to the Bills. Yeah. They lost to the Patriots. And Yates had to come back in. Then Yates got hurt. And then we had Brandon Whedon, who never got – did he get benched? Yeah, he got benched again because uh, – is that a benching? I mean, it's like uh, – You know what this tells me? In Hoyer. What's that? You know what this tells me? What? This tells me, thank God for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I know. I know. Thank it's God funny to talk about Watson. this. I, I don't. I don't call it a benching <laughs> if Yates gets pulled for Hoyer coming back. That's not benching. That's a replacement because your starter is ready again. You know, and yeah. Hoyer was going to be the starter if he was healthy. And that's the way it goes. Now, of these three guys, all right. So if you had one game to win, you'd pick Fitz. But what if I could throw in a two and zero under Bill O'Brien, Case Keenum, into the mix of non Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien era quarterbacks? Yeah, that's that. That makes it tougher. But I'm still going to go with Fitzy. Okay. I'm Good. still going to roll with Fitzy. I, right. I just think if I've got one game to win, mm -hmm. there's something about that guy with one game to win that I know he lost that game when they were with the Jets and they lost to Buffalo. Like, I, I, I get that. But I just feel like he's the guy I'd want with the ball in his hands. That, think about what know. Fitzy had to work with. You know, Fit, Hoyer didn't have Andre Johnson. You know, Fitzy did. Right? Fitzy yeah. had had Myers at center, didn't he? Myers was still there at center under Bill O'Brien first year, yeah. right? Yeah, he was. You still yep. you had what was left of that 2013 team, which had a lot of talent on it, even though they imploded. And Fitzy was able to – Arian Foster, my gosh. You know, he was able to uh, capitalize on some things. So good for him. All right, so that's a who's better there. Uh, all right, who's better? This is easier. Who's better, Hoyer or Stidham? You're a New England Patriot guy now, Johnny. Who's better, Hoyer or Stidham? What are you going to roll with? Because the the rumors are out there that they might go with Brian here. I know. And I th I'm not completely and totally, will not be completely or totally surprised if that is indeed the way they go with Hoyer. I – here's here's – I don't know if Belichick – I don't know. To me, Belichick's in a situation where – just take his age out of it for a second. Belichick, with all the wins that he's had, he's bought himself equity such that if he felt like Stidham long-term could definitely be the answer in New England, 
then let Stidham go out, make your mistakes, finish middle of the pack because you've got a good enough defense to finish middle of the pack. Let him make his mistakes, get a really middle of the first round draft pick for 2021. Make it, you know, put it on the offensive side of the ball with Stidham and let Stidham grow and make his mistakes, and away you go. But I don't know that Belichick. I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't know how much more time Belichick. Maybe he coaches till he's eighty. Who knows? But I just feel like he's going to end up going with Hoyer because Hoyer will run things a little bit smoother, and because of that, you got that defense. You don't have to score that many points. Go put 17 on the board. If they put 17, let's say the offense puts 17 points on the board every single weekend because of that defense, they got an opportunity. Just that alone, they've got an opportunity to win eight or nine games just putting up 17 points. And you got to think, one game they're going to put up more than 20 or a couple games they will. Yeah. So they're back at you know, nine, ten wins. Well, you know so what's interesting? I think they'll end up going with Hoyer. I think a lot I don't, of people. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd go Stidham, but that you would go Stidham. But I think they'll go Hoyer. Yeah. A lot of people point out all the other losses that the Patriots have as far as personnel going into 2020, right? However, yeah. this happens to them nearly every year, right? And no one bats an eye. Like, oh, they lost half the team. Who cares? They got Tom Brady. They're going to be fine. Uh, AFC yeah. favorites. So this year, obviously, it's different because you're wondering. Now you doubt their ability to replace these guys, but maybe we shouldn't that they'll be able to reload sufficiently because they can still coach and they can still pick players. So maybe they're okay in that department, but it is a huge loss. I mean, to, to yeah. understated Tom Brady. Now, I think if I were them, here's here's what you have to decide. If Stidham's in there and gets rattled and throws a pick, you're like, ah, you know, first playing opportunity. Oh my gosh. And you're going to wonder, would Hoyer have gotten rattled and thrown that pick? But if Hoyer's in yeah. there and gets rattled and throws a pick, you're going to be ripping your hair out that you're not starting Stidham because it's, you're thinking, I could get that with Stidham. And he'd be learning on the fly, at least. He'd be right. learning that he's not going to do that again. Hoyer's been in the league since 2009, and he's doing this stuff to me. You're killing me, Brian. You're killing me. So <laughs> I, I'm not sure. You like that? I'm not sure how they're going to look at it. I understand the temptation to go with Hoyer, but I watched Hoyer's work in Indianapolis last year. Not overly impressed with that. You know, I think Brian's a good – I mean, he's a good guy. We know him. He's a good guy, and he's had some good moments and everything. But uh, t- father time is undefeated, and it's 2020. And like I said, uh, not that he's ancient in football years. He's been in the league for a long time, and it's been very difficult for, for him to hang on to a job. If he played lights out in Indy last year, he never would have let go of the reins, and he would still be there right. probably. Okay. Right. Or have a uh, – you know, maybe this is a good job for him. Maybe he does end up as a starter. All right. Who's better, Johnny? I'll give you another one. Who's better? This is more like a what's better. In fact, it is a what's better. The win over the Bills in the playoffs last year or the win over the Bengals in 2011 in the playoffs? Okay. Which wild card win is better? The win over the Bills or the 2011 win over the Bengals? Of course, they beat the Bengals in 2012, but we're not doing that one. We're doing the 2011 season playoff win over the Bengals. Which win? is better, Johnny. Now, look, I know the other one is a more lopsided score, but which win is yeah. better? You know what I'm saying. However you want to qualify that. Man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. I think for a number of different reasons, I would say that the win over the Bengals. Now, you know how I felt after that win over the Bills. I mean, I mean you and I, we met in your office afterwards like, holy cow, we just had kind of our NFL films playoff game moment like we finally had one of those and it was so thrilling but 
the thing about it is for the first two and a half quarters, I <laughs> wanted to just pull every single hair out of my head. But in that game against the Bengals, obviously it turned a lot earlier, and I thought the Texans played a more complete game Absolutely. in 2011 against the Bengals. Let and me I think let me put it that reason. I'll go with it. All right, that was this way. All right, how about this? Who wins the 2011 Bengals or the 2019 Bills? Neutral Ooh. field. I think the Bills would. I really? think the Bills would. I yeah, I think the Bengals. Bills would. Bengals had a lot no, of I think, talent. Yeah, they did. I, I went so back and I was Bills. watching that game the other day. They did have some talent. I, I'm going, oh, man, they had him. You know, A.J. Green was a rookie. Andy mm-hmm. was a rookie. But that Bills squad, I – man. I'll, let me ask you this question now that we're yep. kind of on this topic. Mm-hmm. So I was on with my buddy Sal, who's the salary reporter for the Bills, and yep. he asked me a question. They obviously made a deal for Stephon Diggs from the Vikings. In yep. that game that we played them in the playoff game, they had Duke Williams catching passes. Cole Beasley really kind of disappeared, but I don't yep. think it was because of Cole Beasley. I think it was more scheme and other things. They had Duke Williams, Cole Beasley. They had John Brown, who they really didn't use yep. much at all in that game. Uh, Dawson Knox had a catch or so. And Sal asked me, John, if we'd had Stephon Diggs on that Bills team, would you guys have beaten us? And well, I thought, hmm, that's a look, pretty it's, inter- a, it's a great question. It's a really interesting question. And I, and I was like, you know, I think – had Josh had a bona fide number one that he would have absolutely felt confident in going to, I think they would have been able to hold that lead against us. And Stephon Diggs would be that guy. Yeah. You saw, I mean, the, the game was so close. One play yeah. determines the difference. They need, they make one more play, they win the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're up 16-0. We know the rest of the story. So I, I think that's true. Now, where did I see their wide receiver core ranked higher than the Texans? And it's all because of Diggs, the addition right. of Diggs. I get it, the Texans with the trade of DeAndre Hopkins. But I think people fail to see who the Texans have on their team. Oh, you know, I, yeah, and I think how, that's, that's commonplace. And, yeah. and who made the huge play in the game was Taiwan Jones, right? Who, who is, is now a, a former Bill. bill and he's a Bill <laughs> he's again. He's now a Bill, yeah. Yeah, he's a Bill again. So, I don't know. I, this it, it's Look, it's hard to rate these things. That's why I said, how do you qualify it? I feel like that 2011 win over the Bengals is so special. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I wanted to put it, you know, what's a better win? What's a more impressive win? Beating that Bengal team or beating this Bills team well, when uh, that like had that. been to the playoffs before? Now, it was Allen's first time, but this Bills, you know, it, I know that there was a – a churn in the roster, no doubt, but two years before they were in the postseason against the Jags and lost in a low-scoring game. You, you bring up a great point, and that is the Bills team, and I just said it, the Bills team I thought was much better than the Bengals team, but I just felt like from the Texan standpoint, for most of the 60 minutes against the Bengals, oh, yeah. the Texans oh, yeah. were clearly the better team. There was not this feeling of, Oh my God! Offensively, are they going to do anything today? Are they going to show up? And then all of a sudden, the eruption. Now that last quarter, you know, well, overtime, but the la- from the from JJ Sack on, that was probably as excite. I mean, that was probably as exciting as anything I've seen down on the sidelines. I can tell yep. you that they were as good as I as I can remember scoring those twenty two points over the last quarter and a half plus overtime. So the last two quarters, I guess. That was as that was as good as I've seen it, but I felt like overall, from beginning to end, for the most part, I felt like that 2011 win. Um, both sides of the ball were very, very good.
All right, the last who's better, you're going to give this one to me after the break because okay. we need some time to talk about it. And it's who's the better Manning substitute in the rivalry. Now, we just saw the golf thing on Sunday with Tiger and Phil and Brady and Manning. It harkened back to Brady-Manning being the big rivalry in the NFL. In the O's, this was the thing. It was must-see TV, Brady versus Manning, of course. Of course, Brady got the best of it. It's kind of like Magic and Larry. But going into this decade, you have Mahomes. Is it Mahomes versus Watson? Mahomes versus Jackson? What am I missing? I know Brady's still in the league, obviously, with Drew Brees. But let's discuss that. Who's the better rival for Mahomes? This is a projection prediction kind of thing moving forward. We'll discuss that and get around the league a bit next on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients, seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. We need small businesses, and right now, they need us. So Verizon is connecting big names in entertainment with small businesses around the country. Introducing Verizon Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream to support local communities and share ways to help small businesses. Verizon Pay It Forward Live. Tune in every Thursday at Verizon on Twitter and Yahoo Entertainment at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Small businesses need us now more than ever. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. 
Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. With Memorial Day weekend behind us, we're that much closer to football season. I'm all gravy, baby. With a record amount of veteran free agents still available, the Texans surely aren't done making roster moves. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And as they happen, you'll hear about them here first. First, Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Going somewhere? The Texans mobile app. Don't leave home without it. All right, the app is cooking. So much great stuff on there. Check out the podcast. Check out the videos, all sorts of great stuff on the Houston Texans. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. We were playing Who's Better. Who's a better rival for Patrick Mahomes in the next decade because we were talking about the Brady Manning thing and they were big rivals and maybe it's Mahomes and somebody else being the Brady Manning of the next decade. Is it, in fact, Watson, Jackson, somebody else we're not thinking of? Your thoughts, Johnny? Well, my instant reaction is Mahomes, Watson, those games are must-see. But Lamar, Pat, that game game was must-see. They only had one last year. Uh, Chiefs ended up winning that in 33-28, I believe it was. And it was a heck of a football game. But the Chiefs were ahead. Lamar brought them back and um, ended up getting that win 33-28. I, I think you could you could spin the dial on those three guys because they're going to be playing each other in a round robin, hopefully, with, with all three of them being first-place teams in their in their respective divisions over the next how many ever years. And then also in the playoffs, those three are going to see one another often. And, you know, when we – you talk about Brady and Manning, but you throw Roethlisberger in there, Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger – those are those are pretty good those are pretty good battles with the three of them and I think that's what you're going to get with Mahomes, Jackson and Deshaun. I think that's what you're going to end up getting. So that's that's what I'll that's what I'll go with. I will go with those 
those three in sort of a round robin capacity as we saw last year they all got to win against each other Lamar beat Deshaun Sean beat Pat Pat beat Lamar and then in the playoffs obviously Pat ended up getting the best of Deshaun and I mean I'm using individuals but those games people want to see them around the country that that to me is the measuring stick around the country when you put a game on television which ones do people want to see and a lot of times people if they don't have a fantasy nugget riding on it or gambling on it they want to see two excellent quarterbacks going toe-to-toe. And that's what you end up getting when Pat and Deshaun square off or Lamar and Deshaun. Or, well, the, the, can't take anything out of the 2019 game, but I think when Lamar and Deshaun square off in week two, I think there are going to be a lot of eyeballs on that one because it's going to be the late afternoon national game. People want to see that. And, then, of course, when Lamar and Pat play. So I think it's a round robin with those three. And I think over the years we'll see if two of them, sort of like Brady and Manning did, kind of take off to the – to the stratosphere as far as the two that separate themselves from everybody else. So I'm going to go with those three in our kind of round-robin rivalry. Wow, that was hard to say. I I like that. All the AFC, this is going to be huge for years to come. We were surprised Watson didn't get more primetime games. The Texans didn't, featuring Deshaun Watson. So we were a little surprised. when we. You can't match it up exactly with the 80s. Nothing's exact. You know, we talked about Breeze and what he's done. Breeze is more like, all right, since he joined the Saints on as far as being one of those very elite guys, he had a good season in 2004 when his career was threatened with the drafting of Phillip Rivers. Yep. I mean, it's funny because Breeze took out Doug Flutie in San Diego at the time. Yes. I'm not incorrect saying San Diego here. It's historical. So (laughs) don't at me on that or find me. So then Breeze ends up in New Orleans. We know what happens there. You had Ben Roethlisberger coming into the league in 2005. Took him a few years to become of that elite status. Uh, so nothing's exact. Uh, but what you have here is a great situation with all these young quarterbacks. I, I guess another question for another day is, you know, among the, the Josh Allens, Sam Darnolds, even Jared Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl already, you know, which one of these guys is really going to measure up, is really going to hold his own? Uh, I'm missing players, obviously. Uh, Joe you know, Burrow. Joe Burrow, does he do it? Does Murray become one of these elite guys? Look, apparently the networks think so because he's got a lot of action. Yep. So we'll see. And whoever voted him as uh, or or gave him better MVP odds than Deshaun Watson, say what? All right, yep. so around the league stuff here, you saw that J.C. Treader – really shot down reports very quickly about uh, Team Minicamp just because there were reports out there that the coaches could get back to work pretty soon, possibly. These are all possibilities and reports and everything. Uh, because, and, and, you know, I can definitely concur there that the union, and you see what the union is like in baseball, and it's a whole different deal there, but the union is going to have a say in how all this stuff goes down. And you can't just automatically, not that anyone was, say, all right, you know, we're going to work through July. Union, we're, uh, you're in, right? Good. Yeah. Let's go. No, it's not. it doesn't work that way. Plus, there's precedent in it working out to not have an off-season program. And there is an off-season program. It's just digital, virtual, uh, because we always talk about 2011, having virtually no contact, really no contact with the players until the lockout was, was uh, resolved prior to training camp. So I think that you're looking at a situation where uh, they'll probably have coaches in, you know, within a few weeks here, however that plays out. I don't know about players, Johnny. Maybe for a visit. I don't know about workouts. It'd be great to see them. I don't know if we'll get to see them. They might be really sequestered. 
this is going to be really interesting to see how it plays out in the building. And as I say, the building, in every NFL market, every building's different. Every facility's different. Some yep. people have total separation of church and state, of football ops and business ops. You know, yep. we kind of intermingle in places through the hallways and dining areas and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how we're separated from them, if we're separated from them. I would imagine there would be some separation because you have to keep them contained as much as you can as you know while they're in the building it's going to be really cool to yeah, see I, how I, this all lays out i think you know, treader's comment that he put out there i think it was it was wise to put it out there but it basically says look there's a without him saying it there's a lot to consider with all of this and just because the nfl wants it to be so we've got to make sure that it jives with our players too. So I, I absolutely understand what he's saying. And, and hopefully that was not a, that was not something to which he's saying, look, it, we're just not going to do it past this date because it's not been collectively bargained. But I think what he ended up saying in response was to someone later on, which was, look, we're not saying, we're not saying that we wouldn't do it, but it has to, go in front of the NFL Players Association. This yep. cannot just be a unilateral, you know, NFL says this, it's going to happen sort of thing. Um, so he he didn't completely, the tweet that he put out first came across as, uh-oh, uh, that could be really sticky. But as he responded, it was just like, look, you just have to make sure that whatever's reported saying it's coming from the NFL, there's got to be agreement on the other side from the NFLPA on this. And I and I just thought the way that he handled it was, was pretty good just to say, look, just hold on, just make sure that we're all on the same page with this. So it is going to be interesting to watch. I think there's such – there, this is such a <laughs> weird, interesting, um, strange time for all of us. Mm-hmm. But it just takes communication – Amongst all parties, hopefully Major League Baseball can have that with its Players Association, NHL with its uh, Players Association, and obviously the NFL with its Players Association as well. All right, I need a quick reaction to the following things. You ready? Rapid fire. Okay. Uh, Hard Rock Stadium showing drive-in movies. When was the last time you were at a drive-in movie? What do you think? Oh, I I think drive-in movies are coming back. In fact, looked at a drive-in movie. There's a drive-in, I can't remember where it is, Sawyer Heights maybe. They were showing some really cool older movies. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to a drive-in. Heck I'm yeah. In. The one I'm thing in. I hate about going to a movie theater is having to sit by people. So, yeah, yeah. I'm in a car. I'm good. I'm so good. you hate people. Got it. All right, Iowa State yeah. capping at stadium at 30,000 for home games. They hold over 50, over 50. What do you think? I like intimate settings for football. I always, mm-hmm. always have. I like small. I mean, even I don't know how you're going to do it um, to keep people socially distanced. I don't know how that's going to look, to be honest, but mm-hmm. – to be able to say, look, we're going to have fans, but we're making this decision. I applaud Iowa State for doing that. And I'm curious to see. They're going to have a pretty good football team. They've got one of the better quarterbacks in the country. So I like intimate settings like that. And I think that even if you're at 60% capacity and people are socially distanced at least to start with um, until we get even more information about COVID-19, then, yeah, let's let's go with it. Uh, and I think Iowa State's going to be a fun team to watch. So those 30,000 people are going to have some fun, I think. One sentence, Joe Flacco to the Jets. Thoughts? Eh, next. 
Okay. Uh, NBC Sports <laughs> Network and NBC streaming on uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, athletes appearing, doing a great job. Football guys, Watt among them. And that starts, I guess it's tonight. Yes, yeah, tonight. Uh, was there anybody better than Manning? As good as Watt was. Watt did a really nice job. But Manning and the, um, you know, snitches get stitches or whatever he said in that one skit with the United oh, Way. The United Way skit with Pate Manning is it's one of my favorite of all time. It's the all-timer. It's, it's just tremendous. Pate Manning is so, so good. He proved that in the match. Just, uh, you know, Tom Brady did throw it back at him, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, the, yeah, Pate Manning is – he's the he's the SNL. He's yeah. the SNL guy. JJ did pretty well, but Pate uh, Manning, that's, that's the one. Watt's got yeah. a future. Oh, we'll yeah, catch no up doubt. with uh, Watt tomorrow. That's going to be fun. You're going to hear all about that on HoustonTexans.com. We'll go live with Watt in the middle of the day. Johnny, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. you, Bridget, Thank you. for producing. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Go to the app for all the information on your Houston Texans. Have a great night, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer, brewed with great taste and only 96 calories, available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. The LSU Tigers are coming to Houston. Will the defending national champions be just as dominant on the field in 2020? Will they be able to replace key players lost in the NFL draft in order to create another national championship caliber team? Only one way to find out. Head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to witness the defending national champs take on the hometown Rice Out. Visit RiceLSU2020.com to reserve your seats today. Hey, parents and teachers, we know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football, all for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Jack here, popping in to tell you about my crispy and juicy popcorn chicken. Pop into any of my locations and get popping with my portable, bite-sized, 100% all-white meat, classic, or spicy popcorn chicken combo for just $4.99. Pop them anywhere you want. Plus tax, limited time only, price and participation may vary. Small fries and small drink. Jack here, popping in to tell you about my crispy and juicy popcorn chicken. Pop into any of my locations and get popping with my portable, bite-sized, 100% all-white meat, classic, or spicy popcorn chicken combo for just $4.99. Pop them anywhere you want. Plus tax, limited time only, price and participation may vary. Small fries and small drink.
It's a trillion dollar economy and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Modern Modernization Today has the products you need to modernize your workplace, like Wi-Fi booster crystals. Let their metaphysical powers enhance connectivity and spiritually awaken your Internet of Things. At CDW, we get crystals won't modernize your network. You need Cisco Catalyst access points that are Wi-Fi 6 compatible and can help you improve reliability, increase capacity, and reduce latency. Cisco and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com Cisco. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the camaraderie of the other bikers, a band of brothers, always there for you, rain or shine, to the amazing savings you get with Geico on your motorcycle insurance and accessories coverage all year round. But for Bucky Hornhill, it was one reason in particular. It was my helmet hair. I was born with helmet hair. I've tried to cut it a bunch of times, even buzzing it, but it immediately just goes back to helmet hair. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.